0: Ser Benfica, isto é uma crença.
1: É uma religião muito grande. A é um culto. É que é verdade, que é creio, que é mental,
2: que é o caráter das pessoas.
3: Calma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É uma paixão, é uma paixão. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser o Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser o Benfica. Mas de
4: facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão.
2: Ser Benfica. Até à morte.
5: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the All Benfica podcast. My name is Alfredo. With me tonight, Cristiano. He's not here yet, but he will be here soon. Uh, also,
0: Dave Oliveira, as always. What's going on, my brother? Nothing much. Good to be back on, Alfredo. Uh, new content coming out tonight with the uh, Benfica podcast here. So uh, good to be back on here.
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so tonight we have decided, tonight, by the way, is uh, episode uh, 339. We have decided to uh, open it up. I think that there's a lot of uh, unrest, if you will, in the Bifika, in the Bifika world, in the fan world, in the saucy world, and the supporter world. So we figured we'd give everybody a voice. Um, for those of you that have been following the podcast for a long, long time, back in probably year two or three, we had a hangout. We were doing a hangout. So this is how we did the hangout and the video chat. We had a total of nine or ten people uh, in the hangout. So this is kind of like it, but it's gonna we're gonna be bringing in uh, one person at a time. We're gonna give everyone uh, about two minutes to uh, speak their mind. Benfica uh, related topic. Also, I also have a couple uh, recorded ones that people took the time to record and and send them to me that they want to be be heard and and this is what it's about it's about hearing people it's about uh hearing what's on their mind and and have them uh just get things off their chest and i'm sure that with the current state of things uh it's not it's not the best uh while we had a very strong uh end of season last uh, season which uh ended in the title things have not uh gone or, or there's there hasn't been much con- continuity um, to um, to that, so with that in mind, uh, and, and there's already a lot of people comparing or, or bringing up Rui Vitória's uh, name as uh, in the same sentence that you talk about Lage And I don't know if you if you want to do that yet, but nonetheless, it is definitely something. After last year and the struggle that we had with Vitória, and then seeing Lage coming on and seeing what went on there, and the fact that he was able to kind of re- resurrect this uh, this team, uh, kind of left us with uh salivating for for this season but uh after the win in the ICC and ICC is what it is and I don't know if he can make much of it yes it's it's a, an international preseason tournament perhaps the most important international preseason tournament and uh if he ended up wrapping that up uh but uh you know, after that, it, we had the the win against Sporting for the Super Cup, and and that was some kind of misleading two five nothing. One of the halves wasn't all that great, and then we've we've had so so games. We also had uh, a, a game against uh, against uh, who was it Past Freire in, in the beginning
0: that the- followed up against yeah another five nothing win after Sporting.
5: And, uh, we uh, we drownsed them, and then a couple more games. We had the Porto loss, which we were found out, and kind of things, kind of ended up trickling from there uh so it hasn't been quite uh, the best but uh we're going to bring uh we're going to bring um we're going to bring our first guest in it's uh bruno Barros, our our friend uh, friend of the podcast he helps us out a lot bruno can you hear us i can hear you can you guys hear me i can hear you so uh 2 minutes Perfect. to uh, speak your mind and uh in terms of of benfica and what your thoughts are on uh, on benfica
4: First of all, I uh, want to say thank you for doing this, Alfredo. This is actually a really good idea. And, uh, I mean, you always come up with some fantastic ideas. So you're, you're doing, doing good as a the host. Um,
0: they're already kissing on, us. <laughs> going on
4: to my two minutes. Um, I mean, we're, we're going through a, a rough time right now. Uh, the team's not clicking. I think it's also important to note that we lost our two most crucial players, our two best players, uh, Felix and, and Janusz. Um, and we're we're trying to find the replacement for that. And it's, it's not easy to replace those kinds of players. I think our best player right now is Rafa, personally. Um, and I think that once we start clicking, it's going to be nearly impossible to stop us. Um, so let's see. Let's see what uh what Lodge can come up with to make us click.
5: Yeah. What are, any other thoughts? Thoughts on uh, on Europe? Uh, Europe has been uh, quite uh, quite a quite shambles for us.
4: There's I, there's really no thoughts for that. Uh, you see what happened with the first two games where we go in playing with players that are not starters. I mean, you go into the first game with two players that were on the, on the transfer sheet, uh, during the summer. And now you're starting them on a champions league game where they haven't really played any other games. That's, that's a little weird to me. Uh, I don't know if this is, uh, and I'm not trying to start any big discussions about this or any polemicas, but I don't know if it's a, a the president putting his word down or if it's actually Lages' choice. Um, doesn't seem like a wise choice to me to play those guys, but I don't know. I'm sure there was a reason for it. Yeah.
5: Well, I we thank you very much for your participation.
4: And uh, thank you very much, guys.
5: And I'll see you. Take care, Bruno. And that was uh, our first uh, our first participant of this open forum, Bruno uh, Barge. He helps us out. You guys have have seen him uh, quite a bit here. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, he brings up, uh, some points there and, uh, look, we're, we're not here to, to judge you or to question your, uh, uh, your opinion. Uh, but, but certainly, uh, it's good to, to be heard. And, and I think that there's a lot of things that, uh, Bruno touched up on, on that, uh, a lot of us, uh, a lot of us agree, uh, with, uh, that yes, uh, we're all hoping that the team is going to, uh. Is is going to be able to to bounce back and and things are going to click, but uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, there's there's some rough going out there. And and Dave, uh, really, from from last year, we yes, you know, Bruno brought up uh, very good points uh, that we lost two of our our major players. Uh, but from from last year, there shouldn't be the drop off that we've had just because we lost those players. One of course being Felix. Ah, uh, the other one, Jonas, who didn't play a lot. I know that he he scored, uh, but still, there shouldn't be that much of a drop off.
0: There, sh- there shouldn't be that uh, much of a drop off. But with these, uh, with a lot, of, a lot of these guys coming back uh, from Benfica's teams of uh, past, uh, we've seen that Benfica tends to struggle in September and October, and. Uh, Sure, this is a new coach, which could be the most concerning part is that it is Bruno Lage uh, managing this team and not uh, Rui Vittoria, uh, which we've uh, blamed for their struggles in the past uh, when it is uh, September and October. But yeah, So the most concerning part would be that it, it's a team managed by Bruno Lage, and they're still struggling in uh, September and October because uh, we've seen this uh, from Benfica in years past. So uh, maybe it's uh, a lack of motivation from the players uh, they did have to travel overseas like you said for the ICC so maybe this is kind of like their their dog days in uh, in the states in canada we say the dog days of summer uh, when it's a uh, baseball season uh, when it's the middle of the season so maybe they got uh, some fatigue um, already in, in september and october from their uh, their <laughs> north american tour
5: fatigue in october man come on should be anything but fatigue, but I you know, I do I do understand. Uh next up, we're gonna bring in uh Luis Chiqueda. He's uh, you also know him as Vintiun, Canal 21 Uh he uh, took the time to record uh, a message for us, so I'm I'm gonna play it for you guys.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Luis here from uh, the channel Vintiun, or in English 21. Uh also wanna say massive thanks to the figure podcast for letting me do this, and I'm gonna get straight to the point. Obviously, the form that Befiki's is at, at the moment is not the best. Uh, not so much for the results, but it's the way we play, the way that we, we don't look in any shape or form. Uh, like the Befika we did at the end of the season, of last season. We have the same coach, we only changed one player. But um, I think large hasn't really given a chance to have the same 11 for two two, two games in a row. Uh, and maybe it's just so players to start clicking, but I, I believe in it, you got to give time to players click with each other. You can't just keep changing every game. But mainly I want to speak about Vieira, because I have this idea that it's time to, to say, thank you Vieira, we'll take it from here. Because he's done great things, man. I, I'm so grateful for Seychelles and the fact that we have like players all over the world. You know, kids, you know, that just, they come out of nowhere. Like, not just felix like, you have felix you have silver you have conceal you have you know even cavalero and Gedge. you know those players are still playing they came from 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 Ifica and and europe knows about about them you know and they're going to be at least two or three of them are going to be great stars and it seems that it's going to carry on that way so i i, I thank him for that if tv is also a great channel we chose our own games they're fantastic like no other no other club does that that's incredible. But I think we need somebody now a bit more hungry for Europe. You know, somebody that wants to put a name out there again, because really, realistically, like living in the UK, it's hard to get into people's heads that we we were once a Champions League side, because right now we look like a Europa League side at best. And I don't want to accept that. I'm not going to accept that. And we need uh, a chairman that, you know, if Vieira's you, you know, not thinking about that, then we need somebody there. You know, give me back to the fans. Let us let us dream for a Europe tro- a European trophy. Again, I don't I don't expect to win the Champions League in the, f- in the next five years, but I'm just saying, why can't we be quarterfinalists? You know, do what Napoli can do. You know, if you have if Napoli has a good run, they can easily go to the semi final finals. You know, if they have a mixture of clubs and a mixture of matches, that go their way. So you know, bottom line, I think it's time. I mean, he's been there for so many years. He's the, he's the longest we had a chairman. It's it's just. Sorry, it's the longest we had the same chairman that's what, that's what I wanted to say So he's been there for so long now That it's time, maybe it's time You know, Thank you, Vieira We'll take it from here Guys, massive thanks for letting me be on Um See you, see you later
5: Yeah, there was uh, Luis Queda, uh Also known as Vintiou And he, he brings up uh, great points uh, Great points uh, you know, Also, uh, you know Luis Siqueira I'll say one thing for sure That That, that was a sexy accent
6: <laughs> <laughs> that accent always gets me guys but now phenomenal points by him obviously uh shared by by many benficistas um and very happy and glad that we had him here uh appreciate your your participation being you, and uh we look forward to, to to having you on and listening to you and, and and interacting with you uh in the future yeah by the way I'm cristiano oliveira Cristiano's here welcome everybody what's going on pleasure to be here with you all today on this exciting day uh what do we call it today participation day open a little, forum a voting day can we like do two things that was because in portugal they can't vote and play so are we allowed to have like this <laughs> huge huge crucial day on the big figure podcast and you know do we still participate or do we take the day off
5: no we participate we participate we did you it. know
6: did you know that on sunday while the whole country seemed to be asleep uh or 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 not nah, i say asleep I, I take that back. While the whole country was busy voting, the style lose was being assaulted. I did not. I, I did read See, something I like that. Said, you learn things. Yeah. So on, while the whole country was so motivated, uh, you know, and in, in, in turning up for the urnas so they don't get their own Donald Trump, you know, fantastic job by you guys. Uh, even the policemen were, were were in line voting. And uh, apparently somebody decided to take it upon themselves to, to go ahead and uh, assault out. Uh, and they got away with a lot of jerseys. So if any of you guys are getting jerseys on the cheap, you know, where most likely they came from. And, and no, they did not fall off the back of a truck. They were indeed
5: stolen by some of the bandits. So you, you got two con- in the space of a year, you got two contrasting visits, right? You got one from the Giova community, yeah, which I have nothing against, by yeah, the way. All fantastic Where people, have, They're all tremendous. <laughs> just don't ring my doorbell. Besides that, you guys have a fantastic couple, couple baptism ceremonies yeah, going on in little mobile pools by the sideline on there yeah. on the 50. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the visit from the, the people that the, the obviously didn't go vote. Oh, went I mean, vote, that's and then gonna, they went to the state. What I was gonna say is just check
6: out the the the, the registry and see who didn't show up to vote and and start, you know, investigating those people first. Right. That might. That's a good lead. It's <laughs> a good lead. But that's yeah, why I should be, you know, FBI. Did you agent.
5: know that uh, there no, was an abstention, uh, abstention vote of uh, almost 50 percent of people didn't go vote in Portugal, which speaks a lot. I mean, I mean, we're not we don't want to get political. Well, obviously, I mean, but it uh, speaks a lot. We to, I don't uh, know
6: enough about politics, but it bringing it back to last week's podcast right when you and i it could be that there just isn't another reliable candidate you know like like the loosely flippier thing there wasn't a good you know uh candidate to vote so they said uh you know what's it what's the word of <inaudible> 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 <Yeah, exactly. inaudible> <inaudible> <inaudible> and they decided not to go vote so look it is what it is there it's 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 part of uh politics it's part of uh uh, you know, the way things work and you have the option to vote or not. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Benfica and we're very yeah. excited to listen to the rest of you
5: guys. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, uh, Luis brings another point that I wanted to touch up. while not Luis. 21. 21. Uh, 21. If- Is that afternoon, go yeah, that's or is that like his, Deion Sanders? No, that's... could his, be Deion is, Sanders. His favorite player is Vintiun. Uh, is Vintiun or is Nungum? Is, <laughs> is <laughs> Vintiun He also is that like a Johnny Five thing? Like also, Johnny number five? Could be. No. Um, uh, but uh, he, he brings up a good a good point. And look, yeah, we know realistically, Benfica may not be, be able to compete with with the Sharks and be in the semifinals or finals of the Champions League, but. Still, it, it, we got to have a presentable showing in Europe, and and Luis brings up a, another great. point. brings up another great point, and for us foreigners that that uh, live outside of Portugal, uh, that we spend most of the time talking and, and and arguing back and forth with our friends from other countries, and we talk about Benfica. When we see when Benfica comes in the Champions League. It's, it's disappointing. I'm glad that VTU made that point and that it got to you because, Dave, I've only been bitching
6: about that same exact point for, what, the last five years that we live in the outside <laughs> and they laugh at us. We're like the joke, you know, the end of all of, of, you know, the end. What is it? The butt of every joke or something like that. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad that you mentioned. I'm glad that you took it seriously this time because it is. It is indeed a true reality of what goes on when the Benfica world, um, you know, or and I shouldn't say the Benfica world, but i uh, the world goes around the world about Benfica that we're not to be taken serious because we seem to take this 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 competition as as some sort of preseason competition. I think we uh, actually took the ICC a little bit more serious than we seem to be taking the the, 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 the UCL this year. So um, yeah, it's it's just the uh, the ugly reality of things right now.
0: Absolutely. And what and why can't we why can't we make the semifinals of the Champions League? Look at the Ajax last season, a uh, same I- size club as us. Dave, we
6: with, can all do, we respect, can. with all due respect, Dave and uh, in, in, in Alfredo and everybody, else, look, I keep hearing and i seen the same thing on Twitter because obviously there's some asinine comments on, on, on Benfica TV over the last week or so. And everybody keeps mentioning, you know, making a semifinal run. Guys, how I, about I we just get the hell out of the group? I mean, can we start with that? About, I mean, look, because obviously after that, it's all the luck of the draw. You know what I mean? So if Benfica to draw Barcelona, it's, it's kind of unrealistic to expect them to make a, 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 cha- a Champions League semifinal run. But I don't think it's unrealistic or we're asking for too much to get them out of the group. I mean, can we win a couple more games? What is it, two games, three games and, and 15? I mean, that is freaking embarrassing. So, Dave, love you, but let's. You know, let's crawl before we walk, before we run. Baby walk. steps, exactly. So let's get the hell out of the group. That's all I'm asking
5: Yeah. Well, uh, and we got our our, our next participant, and uh, look at that beautiful. She smile. she is known as the, the 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 girl with many names. One third of uh, of the Zagish podcast. Yes. I I just call her Linda because I don't know.
6: Linda,
7: (laughs) I I I love you guys. I just wanted to say that, and it's so good to see your faces.
5: (laughs) That's great. So tell us what's what's on your mind.
7: All right. So it was funny because I was like, oh, I'm kind of nervous for tonight. So I called Cynthia and I was like, what do I talk about? Um, But she's gonna cover her own stuff, and uh, Mario's gonna cover his own stuff. But um, I think too, like. You know, we kind of got on our high horse, um, like, just even before the season even started with the ICC. We won that, great, whatever. Um, We got the toss to the Liga. um, We had all this, like, all this high things, and we we had such expectations. And um, me, personally, like, I I don't think we should have sold um, Joan Felix, because I think, uh, well, clearly El falta like a lot. Um, but I think that nobody really is taking this serious. Um, I was talking to Cynthia too. If you watch Azabu's um, biography that he came out with uh, a couple of years ago or they made a couple of years ago, um, he expresses that's sort of his dislike, but kind of um, he expresses that uh, it's kind of sad that clubs in countries now are not – the like, the players are not from that country. Like, And that's fine. Like, it's good to have diversity, and I don't want to be those people that say, oh, no, you know, no this, no that. But it's kind of like I rather have – 11 fans playing for the team than 11 estrangeros or like half estrangeros. And I don't say this like, and I don't say it like, deme- like demeaning or like against any other nationality. Obviously, like I'm not like that, but I think it's like more people should take it serious because a lot of the, um a lot of like these fans, like, they count on this like they count on their team they 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 have a lot of trust in their team um and and it's like sometimes like sometimes other people from outside the country don't know really like how much this club means to certain people or or to the country in a whole I think more people should be more mindful of that but I think too like just do your job Like we were saying in the last podcast, me and the girls, just do your job. Like, just do it. Like, you know, you have a job to do. You're getting paid for it. Um, A lot of, a lot of our players that we've spent money, loads of money on, have come to Portugal on a great opportunity, wrecked it, uh, going out or doing this or doing that, and then it's like they have nothing to show for, and then they just get shipped back to where they came from or somewhere else like i think we're just taking too many missed opportunities and uh we're too focused on some you know we're too too focused on getting income as opposed to keeping what we have
8: yeah
7: um you know uh what, somebody retweeted a a video from uh Josem Mourinho saying that his his sec- one of his secrets is like he keeps he likes to keep the team together, like to keep his key players. Uh, to an extent, I think we should be doing that, but making show for it. We should show for this these things. Um, I mean, I don't really know much of the financials. Mario will speak about that. Uh, but I think that uh, we kind of lost ourselves a little bit, and it could be because of the the players we lost and the players that we got i think it's it's kind of like unsettling in a way for me to watch because it's like we have the potential and it's there um it could be something but it's it's like we're just not grabbing a hold of it and i don't know if it's because maybe we need more team unity uh, i think we if we have more team unity we would do better uh i think it's something where certain to certain things to certain people don't click or to you know it's just that's for me uh that's my opinion that's what i've just been saying um
5: yeah but I, I i think that uh it i think it it speaks a lot to there's a word here that 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 i'm going to to use that i think it applies across a lot of things which is ironic a, a mix no a mix and when we're talking about a mix is uh, yes, there's an idea about Seychelles. Uh, all the players can't be young players from Seychelles. There has to be a mix. Um, right. There, there's the idea about uh, yes, we are a selling club because we need the money. Yeah, there has to be a mix of you're gonna keep some of those players, right? There's, the there's, the finances, there's there's yeah. gotta be a mix. It's it's very one sided right now. There's the thought that uh, that someone born in Mozambique would
6: want all Portuguese players play for Benfica, which is kind of ironic. I mean, just of- <laughs>
7: no, he, but I think he had so much love for the club that Absolutely. that I, I you know he he wanted he wanted that stuff, and you know at that time too, like they were still. Technically ours, I guess maybe <laughs> in a way. No, no. Ours. Not that big as well, you know, Portugal oh, you. in itself. Really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it is a little uh, ironic and a little bit of a double standard what he said, but he <sighs> but he meant well for the club, you know. Uh but um, you know, I don't know much about tactics and this and okay. that because I've never I didn't grow up watching it. You know, I grew up listening it, uh, listening to it with my dad. Now, now with technology and this and that, you know, I'm a little bit more lucky, and I, you know, I see it. You know, I see some of the things uh, that go on, uh, that happen on the field, and yeah,
9: we
6: and we see exactly what you're talking about. We agree on some of the things. A lot of things you say make a lot of sense. Obviously, Um, I, I think you know that the players that have come in, haven't filled the, mm-hmm. the ones that have left as far as the whole thing of having more Portuguese players or not. I mean, look, you have some of the guys that have felt this Jersey over the last, you know, uh, 10 years. One of them did not play 10 years on the club, but Jonas, the guy felt the shirt and he represented the shirt and he respected the shirt and he put his. Oh yeah,
7: for sure. I mean, I don't have anything. louis
6: zone captain. Alfredo, to me as long as they they represent the jersey and they, yeah. they they I think
7: that I just wish that they could kind of Yeah. um I think I sh- I wish we could just stick all of them in that moving elevator in the museum and just like this is it here it is this is who you're playing for I'm not not, not anybody need, but the fans.
6: They need to update that. That that yeah. that, that footage yeah. is old man. Come on, they need to no, update but- that's the mystica
7: the- but, but yeah, but what's in, in the elevator?
6: They can't do HD it or something. I mean, they need to do something. I <laughs> mean, Virtual that's,
5: reality. I don't know. after all. I mean, just think about the the music that's played in the
6: elevator.
5: No, that's that. No, that that
6: well, that doesn't put you to sleep. I mean, that that's not yeah. that's not the point. is trying to put you to sleep in that elevator. It's but yeah, they lo-fi. need to. They need to. They need to update it. That video is old already. Oh.
5: Yeah, sure. I, I, we thank you very much for for your participation. you for having thank you, me. Uh, and, uh, Keep going strong with the Zagis. I know we'll get it. Uh, another another one from the Zagas. So she will yes. plug all the the podcast and all that good stuff. He
6: goes flying high today. Baby. Thank
5: you very thank very you. much. No,
7: thank, thank you, much. you for having me. Thank you so much.
5: Rami, it was our pleasure. Thanks, Take care and
0: <laughs> bye.
6: You know, I was thinking maybe they don't want to update that footage in the elevator because they haven't had any success in the, in the European. <laughs> there's country.
0: been no no Champions League yeah, footage. No, like they can't even play the Champions League anthem. Like no. John! we got,
5: uh, got, uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a participant, and it's um, Mario, one-third one of uh, the Benfica after 90. The,
3: the ugly one-third. Uh, thanks for trying me on. Uh, Cristiano, Alfredo, the beautiful Dave, right there.
0: That's a good hey. one.
3: How's it going, Another buddy? He's got the Barton Battalion. I see this guy shirtless every weekend in the far end, leading the supporters group down there, just throwing flares and shit. The guy's
0: amazing. You that? You that? <laughs> for real?
8: He's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh,
0: he's telling secrets. He's telling secrets that shouldn't <laughs> be told on, my uh, my on air. Right. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> this, uh, that, this is our curling league. This is curling, our yeah, Canadian care, professional yeah, curling yeah, league. Here.
3: Exactly. My uh, sport. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, no, Before you got do we do. Uh, we go live shortly after a few games, um, usually a few minutes afterwards or later that evening. So I, I do appreciate you for having me on. I'll keep it short and sweet for you guys because um, I know Luis and Nina made, made some comments about this. Uh, we went through a dark period in this club uh, back in the 2000s there, late 90s, where Luis Chavita came on and he changed some things. His first six years at the club helped uh, restructure a few items, build a shall get that growing, you know. Um, and then over the last decade, we've had a situation where he's kind of taken us to a certain level. and Now we're on neutral. We've been on neutral for a while. Uh, we have this uh, mentality right now at the club that uh, we're, we're not meant to go beyond or far into the Champions League. And the thing that really ticks me off, because I, all I hear is lame excuses a lot of times from certain quarters of, oh, we don't have the money, we're not the PSGs of the world, yada, yada, yada. And it pains me. It pains me to talk about this, but you got our rivals up North Porto. Up north, going to the knockouts on a regular basis, and we're not. we got our rivals up north making less money on jersey sales, less money on sponsors, less money on TV rights, less attendance. We've sold over a billion dollars U.S. in players in the last 10 years. If you want to shorten the window in the last, not this summer, from the previous summer to this summer, over $250 million in transfers alone. And if you look at the squad today compared to the beginning of last season, it doesn't feel like there's a drastic difference. It doesn't feel like the club is moving out of the position it's in and moving forward. We keep talking about the youth academy. I like the vision, but it seems like Lucia has got a staff vision. Great. But he doesn't seem to know what to do now. We're developing a lot of these kids. We're having several years. We're developing good talents. But it doesn't seem like we're going above and beyond. And that's kind of the frustrating part, I think, for a lot of me, you look at what's on the pitch when you see a club with our depth, our salary, with the money invested, in, and we're struggling against Gilles Vicente, teams that have, like, no budget. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel right. It feels like something just isn't right. I think there's a certain attitude, a certain attitude that is being launched in the wrong direction. Like, when you see Safarovic shushing the fans, you see Grimalda talking out against the club, you see Luis Riviera throwing a hissy fit at the General Assembly because some guy's calling him a thief because he can't get the math to add. Like, you're talking a lot of money. And the debt's not really that much lower. Like, there's just a lack of transparency or understanding what's going on. And I think it would go a long way for this club on the management side to come out and start explaining kind of here. This was our vision. We're there. Here's how we get to the next step. And by the way, this is the type of money we're in. And here's where the money's going. Here's how the debt looks. Here's how the structure looks. Because It seems like more and more the dollars get bigger and it gets more and more convoluted what's happening with those dollars. So, I, I honestly, that's my my rant on it, to be, to be honest. Um, and when people talk about, oh, who's going to replace Lucia Vieira if the man dies today, man has a heart attack, is the club closing his doors, game over, acaba, no No, no man is bigger than the club. And for the history of Mifika, the average president's been around three years. The guy's been around 16 years. And he's done a pretty damn good job at setting up Mifika TV and a lot of people around them to make it seem like there's no more competition to run. And so, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. And it feels like anyone that disagrees with them, it's kind of like they love the club. They're quiches, But at the same time, you're not allowed to speak up if you don't like how things are being run. And it's it's a, an odd feeling coming from the club at the moment.
5: Yeah. No, look, uh, I think it's within our fabric to question and to uh, expect more uh, from this club who it's such a great club who we have seen as children listening to the stories of our of our fathers of our grandfathers and just having a mental picture of this great club so naturally we expect uh this club to live up to its image and when you see what what the current present uh presence is of this club especially in europe you're like well this is not the benfica that i expect or that i envision or that i know so it it becomes it becomes frustrating for for people to that to see how low benfica has come especially in europe where you're supposed to be uh raising your prestige uh there's talks all the time about uh exploring the asian market exploring the american market if you don't have a good participation in the champions league you could forget about those markets as dave has mentioned many many times if you want to promote your brand, you have to on a great stage and it's not an ICC I'm sorry uh that you're going to promote your brand to the to the global level
3: and I just want to add one other quick point the mentality especially this year going into the Champions League when we had our best 11 playing a weak side in Portugal and then you go into your first Champions League game at home and you're playing a guy like Servi that hasn't played in ages you're paying playing children that have never played for the main team. That message that it sends, not only to the fans but across Europe, that we're not here to play. This is the shopping network. We got this survey guy we want to offload. Look at this guy a key. We got Tavares there, Tavares there. Hey, Trish Tavares, you buy one, you get two free. It's like the mentality is like you're taking this as a sales pitch, it feels like. And it's kind of, it's a, it's before, yeah, I know we got to advertise a little bit, but it's, it's getting a little bit of like embarrassing.
6: Yeah. Look, I, man. While I agree, uh, and and this is you know just a general statement, uh, Mario. Not not you know not going at you. Yeah. Please don't don't think I will. But while I agree with everything you said and I share the same concerns, we I think we all share the same concerns here. Uh, I I do have a question though. Like the signs of of where we're at now. The signs have been there for years now. And what I want to know is. And this is a question to any Benfica's that's listening, because I want to know what triggered it. What, what is it that, because as I stated, this has been, these signs have been there for years and people were okay with it. This is what a lot of, uh, at least the people we interacted with here on the Benfica podcast and the people I interact with on Twitter, obviously, this is what the people wanted. I mean, Mario, didn't the people ask for more kids from say, Uh, Didn't the people ask for a coach from within to be, pro- this is what. A lot of the people that supported this this process or this idea of our president over the last, you know, I want to say eight to 10 years. I'm not even going to say the beginning when he got there. But, you know, once he started promoting the Seychelles, he saw nine, something like that. When he started promoting Seychelles, this is what most of the supporters wanted. This is what they had. So, again, I'm asking for anyone that's listening. What was it that triggered it when? to people like myself and i'm not special i'm just i'm just stupid a lot of the times and and i'm a lot more negative than the rest of you guys so i see things i think i see things soon i can answer you though can, okay that's what i'm yeah i would like to know what the hell triggered it the,
3: the the big difference is when you look at and i think the prime example the clubs we mentioned already Ajax, where they got a great youth academy is you go okay that vision is doable it's not easy but it's something you can try to do in Europe. It's not going to be an easy path. You can get the youth, develop a good academy, um, and it was kind of the mentality: okay, we got the Shao. and ah, George Jous. You know, he just doesn't—he's not buying into the vision. So he, when he left, people can say, okay, fine, fine, we can believe the BS. Let's let's get this other guy here. He's believing in it, but you know what? The tactics aren't good. And after a bit of time, it looked worse and worse. Okay, fine, fine. It's not—it's not him. It's—it wasn't George Jous. It wasn't Rudy Tadi. Let's get Lodge. Now you're not seeing it again. It gets to a point where it's. I think the basic concept is correct, that you can take youth, you can take some experienced guys in Europe. You can look at, I actually got a guy like Blind. They get guys that are talented, but on the fringes that are experienced to kind of bring this youth up and make a deep run. But they don't have the guy up top leading it. They don't have the guy up top with the right vision to say, you know what this is. Even little things like the medical staff. You look at the fitness issues we've got right now at this club. You hear about stories about our scouting departments, so our best scouts are leaving. There's bits and pieces around this club that are not going well. And they're progressively getting worse. It's the guy up top that doesn't know what to do next. You, you built the Shell, but what do you do from here?
6: Well, and you know, Mario, I'm glad, honestly, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic that you've answered that question for me because I was honestly asking for an honest question and you did, you brought up a tremendous point, which is Ajax last year, Ajax, Ajax, whatever. Yeah showed the world what a team of the capacity of a Mifika could do. And like you stated just now talking about the leadership, they brought back Mark Overmars. They brought back Edwin van der Sar. They brought back the legends uh, of their team to run their team and run it the right way. And they have a mixture of all veterans. And I, I laughed when you said blind, <laughs> it's blind. but potato. No, no, when he said blind, I'm thinking like for, for quests. So I'm like, is there a blind? Like, did something happen? I'm like, you must be talking. Uh, so yeah. that was, that was funny, but that's what it, they have a mixture of veterans with the youngsters the, the list of the youngs, the guys that have been there. They came up through the, you know, the say Charles of the world. And I, that is a great point. And I think that that run last year showed the Benficistas around the world. And, and I think that's why to, 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 to that point that I made earlier to Dave, I think that's, why Dave and others mentioned the semifinals because they made a semifinal run, but that's a tremendous point. I think that Ajax opened up the eyes of a lot of Benfiquistas because Benfica is a club very similar to the Ajaxes of the world, and why the hell can't we make the same simple effort to, to go ahead? And yeah. they, sold, they sold their two best players, the lid and the And,
3: and, and, oh, yeah, and, and that's, and that's the most know. insulting part. The most insulting part is that they make the run, they lose their top guys, and here they are back in the Champions League this year Fighting like dogs to try to make a run at it again, like it feels like the there's a passion there that's not here, and it's kind of like yeah. you're doing the right things, but yeah, it, there's it's something's missing, and I don't want to I don't want to blame the president of the order, and I don't want to blame I, I feel like it starts higher than because responsibility starts at the top, yeah. and honestly, I, I believe I'm very grateful for Lucio Fieda and thank you for everything we've gotten, but he doesn't seem to know what to do, and I I honestly I hate saying this, I've referenced this a few times now. I hate Port, just their attitude, but no one doubts Pinto Dukash's mentality that he wants to win. Like, there's there are assholes up there, but there's this fire to win. I just don't feel that fire. Like, I don't feel like this burning desire coming from the top, and I think that's, I don't know. If something changed, it has to be up there, and I don't know who it is, though. I don't have the answer there.
5: All good points, Mario. Yep.
6: Fantastic. And thank you for answering hey that guys. question, man. I'm glad you answered it and, and, and you know, brings up a tremendous point. I think everyone listening will, will, will most definitely agree on that, man.
3: Keep up the amazing work. A quick shout out to Alex and Dylan. I forgot to mention their signs up. If you have 90, you guys do amazing work. And
5: I'll see,
3: I'll see topless Dave again very shortly at the final. there coming up.
5: <laughs> Are they coming in?
3: Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think uh, Alex is. I'll check with Dylan. I'll see if I can get Dylan on here. Uh, but yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Peace.
5: Thanks, man. Yeah. Bye. That's great, man. Uh, all great points, man. And its I, I love this, the fact that uh, we're giving a voice to people and people, they, they all have different opinions, and it can't always be my opinion, Cristiano's opinion, Dave's opinion. Why not? It's, it's great to to hear okay. the people.
0: Wait, it's ours? My... <laughs> it's, oh, it's great. We're getting replaced.
5: Yeah. Um, what do you call it? <laughs> I got next one here is a recorded message from Tiago. Tiago. Uh, uh, known as at sauce underscore SLB from uh, New Jersey, Washington, New Jersey. I'll play it right now.
10: What's going on, Mayfika Podcast? Um, This is uh, your friend Tiago, um, or as I'm known in the Twitter world, at uh, sauce underscore SLB. Um, um, I feel like the main problem right now is um, with Mayfika is the divide between fans. Um, It's been coming for a while. Uh, It started last year when uh, Rui Vitoria had those uh, bad stretch of games, and... um, Louis uh, Luis Felipe to put a bandaid on it, and uh, now that bandaid's starting to come off. Um, that bandaid, better better known as Brumlage, um is uh, not producing the results, and it's it's kind of hard. Oops. Hard to keep that wound closed when uh, you can't produce the results. Um, with well, that being said, um, another another topic is um, the whole fans against Vieta thing. Um, seems to me like um, a lot of the younger fans somewhere in their early 20s are uh, the ones that are having a problem with uh, Luis Felipe Vieta. But if you think about it, a 20-year-old, um, if he started watching – uh, soccer at the same age I did, which was five years old. They would have only started watching 15 years ago, which was a year after uh, Luis Figo took over uh, the presidency of Sport Lisboa e and they they would not have been around for the you know the Betus and the Binas of the world, <laughs> and. Um, would not have been around for the Vietnam era. Um, I'm sure, you guys know that era and don't like to relive it as I don't, but um, just uh, quick stats for um, um, uh, the Vieta era, um, Aaron. Is uh, seven league titles, three taças Portugal, three um seven taças da liga, four Super Taças, including four doubles, one treble, and two Europa League finals. Uh, the 16 years before Luis Le um three league titles, two taças Portugal, and one super taça back in nineteen eighty-nine. So that just goes to show you what kind of um Production we've had under uh his reign and um lastly the last point i want to touch on is um just our current roster um is not up to par for for champions league um our europa league lineup versus sevilla and this is europa league not even champions league um europa league final um squad was uh, Oblak, uh, Maxi Pereira, Luizão, Garay, Siqueira, Rubén Amorim, André Gomes, Gaitan, Suleimani, Lima and Rodrigo. Um wasn't the, the, the most fancy of teams, but were uh, sure exciting to, to watch play. So um I wanna know what you guys think and uh forza benfica.
5: Thanks Diago yeah, I mean, he brings up a uh, great oh, look. look I, I don't think anyone questions the work that's been done by Luis Felipe Vieira. I think that as many people have alluded to, it's ciao, Laura. It's it's time to uh, punch out and, uh, and give the next guy uh, a chance to hopefully give continu- continuity to you, the work that you have done uh, and also to extend some of the projects that he has envisioned. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying... Uh, abandon everything that's in the plan to go forward, but definitely uh, somebody has to give continuity. That needs to be a, a more of a focus uh, put on on Europe and bringing pre- prestige to the club, uh, not because you have fly Emirates on your shirt, but because you're having a good showing uh, in uh, in the Champions League. Cristiano, what do you think? Oh, right. While I while I bring uh, while I bring a couple more people here. I think that Tiago shares a different perspective,
6: a different point of view than the rest, than the than the first couple of, of 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 people that have joined us here on the podcast. But he's he's totally within his right to do so, and he brings up some very valid points. Uh, I think as Mario and other guys have stated that um, you know there's there's a lot to be thankful for, uh, but there are some people that are fed up with what's gone, you know, what's with what's gone on over the last couple of seasons, and um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, um, Benfica should. As a, I mean, I, I mean, times I got to scream about it, but Benfica should put a better, a better effort forth, uh, in, in the European competitions. Um, hasn't been so for the last, uh, three, four years yeah. now. And it's, it's, it's been pretty rough. And so I think people are starting to get fed up with it, but, uh, there's also a lot of good things that, that, that Aurelios has done. So yeah, let's keep that in mind.
5: Uh, next up. And uh, I wanted to give, put a little bit more, more room in between, uh, and Mario and you, but since you've been patiently waiting there, I'll go ahead and and, uh, and bring you on Cynthia. Do
11: you want me to leave? No, I no, can no. leave.
5: Two thirds of uh, a Zagish. Where, the Zagish are... are, are, are That's what? definitely the better looking uh, <laughs> the,
6: of the Motha household, because you, you, know, you want to throw a jab at they being the good looking one, now i got to throw it back at them. That's <laughs> the
11: We're all good looking, remember? Baby Keesha's are good looking. <laughs>
5: how are you yeah. i'm not
11: bad how are you guys
5: good good so what's on your mind
11: uh firstly dave you trying to copy us with the scarf collection what's
0: going on over there yeah you guys go uh horizontal i go vertical there, oh that's, we've that's got we've got that on other walls the whole okay. okay. <laughs> we'll show you one day it's ridiculous
11: <laughs> but i like it um and then regarding BFICA, so obviously Hubs went over all the financials. Um, we both work in the financial sector, so we both care about bankruptcy and debt. <laughs> and that matters because that type of thing, when a loan comes due, all of a sudden you got a for sale metro just so that you can showcase Raul, who's going to be the next big sale. Yeah, thank, thanks for that. That went well. So obviously, <laughs> I'd prefer debt being paid as to what's been happening. And especially after finding out within the last, what, 10 years, it's been almost a billion in sales, more if we're saying American dollars. So I'm like, that's that's great, guys. Let's let's pay the bills. <laughs> um, and then putting all that aside, I get so annoyed with our Befikish, um We're gonna call it customer service. Um, And what I mean by this is I am an expat. I am an out of country socio. They don't mind taking my money since 2012 to be a socio. Me and the four socios in this house. So my husband and I pay, so that's 200 euros a a year. And then the kids are free until they're like 16 or whatever, we'll figure that out. Um, They take that money, but then no one's there to help me when I email, which I know is silly, but that's what I tell some friends from other teams when they're like y'all have emails i'm like they don't answer mine so i don't know what emails they're talking about <laughs> you know just being facetious about emails um and then furthermore shipping costs is insane to us anything like this i'm like come on guys what's the perk of being a socio then go further and when i do want to visit portugal i can't get a ticket cuz now they got red pass and everybody's buying those up and i'm like where am i going so i just some things need to get looked at Yeah, specifically finances first. And then let's move on to like shipping and and handling.
5: (laughs) Yeah, but definitely the support of the sausage is definitely something that they lack on. Even in in Portugal, how many times have people struggled to buy tickets online in Portugal? I I, I think Cynthia has reached the wrong <laughs> you you must try to reach the
6: customer service part of the <laughs>
0: Dave. Dave, are you the customer service? I need customer. Sorry, service. We'll we'll transfer you to another line that'll be able. Don't to you don't up. do it. Do you
11: guys know the first time I phoned in? We're gonna transfer because there's you a number. number. Yeah. I actually hear. had my father-in-law speak because I was like, apparently they don't understand my Portuguese, so I had my father-in-law talk to them. Five hours he was on the phone talking to some some Manuel there.
5: Did time. anything
11: get figured out? Nope. Yeah,
5: no, it's definitely lacking. That's something that I've always heard. That uh, and, and look, and like you said, they they have no qualms in, in taking your money. No, they, not at all. They do take it. I mean, the shipping costs, uh, provided that it arrives to you within, uh, you know, but you almost gotta put together a, a small container yeah. of merchandise, and everybody chips in for the shipping costs. Look, I don't,
11: which think, I've done. I,
6: I don't think it's just a Benfica thing, unfortunately. I think it's a Portuguese thing. Customer service in Portugal right? is not a great. <laughs> I, and I, I love, look, I love, you know, I love Portugal, but customer service, yeah. I bitch to you about it all the time. So, uh, definitely some great points, Cynthia. And hopefully, someone at Benfica is, is listening and they'll take some time out from uh, building the Benfica Got Hospital, it. the Benfica Airport, the Benfica
5: Nursery, the Benfica Zoo.
11: Which I get no perks because I'm outside the country.
5: <laughs> oh, they could absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cynthia, always a pleasure. Yep.
7: Oh, Thank last
11: you. thing, last thing. Uh, go ahead. Go
5: keep
7: ahead. going. Keep
11: going. The last thing that just drives me up a wall right. is BR football, which I love watching them, right? Yeah. The champions is a hilarious comic strip, uh cartoon. Yeah. We got we got roasted because I Joe know. Felix is finally part of a team that can make another group stage. We're a joke. And what kills me is our guys on social media, regardless that they're not shipping our shit out, they're still like hashtag Mayor do Portugal. Really? Really? You're going to hashtag me this right now? Where's my jersey? <laughs> Just, oh,
5: drive uh, me right. up a wall. <laughs> you're right, dude. I mean, for the two titles that we have, we certainly have become the butt of of the jokes in Europe in terms of Champions League. Probably the team with the worst, with the most participations in the past, for sure. We're we're right up there with Real Madrid and other teams Uh in terms of, of showing in the Champions League. And the worst record in the Champions League in the past
6: I would say five years. I just, I just want to know how Mario does it. How does he get a word in when when, when he <laughs> driving you up the wall? I mean, Mario, had talked to you, sir. You, you son too. of a
11: gun. At the ICC game, you didn't shut up, and now you're saying I talk too much.
6: I didn't say that. I didn't say that. What you? No, but um, for sure, man. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that need to be changed. But, for sure. I would I would gladly start with on the field
8: product. Before <laughs> of course. Called.
11: Of <laughs> course. But I didn't want to continue yes. sounding like the record, right? I wanted to just give another thing that's an issue.
8: No, like, that's there's
11: a lot of issues.
5: Yeah, that's definitely a, a very interesting angle. And for us expats, very important, right? Like, and ex, extremely important. Expat, that's a term like
6: back in the Vietnam days. No, no you're it's, an
11: expatriate. You left the country.
6: That's the right. Patriot, the football players. No. no, call
5: it, call it, call it.
6: You oh.
11: wish you were a patriot. Look at all they win. Cynthia,
5: blue baby, always a pleasure. <laughs> Fantastic.
6: No,
11: thank you guys so much. Take care. For ranting about goddamn shipping jerseys. Come
6: yeah. on. <laughs> you know, you know, UPS. While we're at it, why? Right?
11: No, well, you know what? It might be better than DHL, but
0: yeah, yeah.
6: Please yeah. see them. Yep. Take care. Take care. Ciao. Look forward to the August.
0: Yep. So the the next president has to be an expat, somebody that's good in a, a customer service sure. and. uh We'll, uh will be in charge of the shipping as well. Got to feel our pain. Next up, yep. you may know him as
5: uh, as uh, Nivek SLB. Uh, we know him as Kevin from Quebec. Como? Hey,
9: guys. How you guys doing?
5: Good. Uh, très bien. Très bien. How are you, Kevin. Thanks, man. Thanks for, for coming in, man. Uh, you've been a, a loyal supporter and follower of the podcast since the very early days, man. It's always a pleasure uh, to meet up with you, Um when we meet up face-to-face, especially on these ICC now. So it, it's great, uh, and, and thanks for popping in. So what's on your mind?
9: Uh, what's on my mind is the, the Bifika brand. Uh, I figured I'd go a little bit off, uh, off the the chart of uh, off topic a bit of uh, what everyone's been talking about. Um, the brand itself, uh, um, the stadium naming. Uh, we've heard uh, recently in the past about the, the uh, could have been some name changes to the stadium. Uh, some numbers of like some 10 million per year for 10 years Like I think it was Yokohama or something like that they were uh, they were interested um, I think if that were to happen everybody's still going to call it like the so I see it as an opportunity to us to have kind of free money for 10 years example if it was 10 million a year I could put that 10 million into lowering our debt a, a quick way without having to sell players that 10 million that will be putting into debt will we'll actually save that some of the money that that would we'll go with instead of going for the player salaries to go into player salaries instead of paying, uh, instead of letting go some players. So that would save us opportunity to you know letting go of players that we want to keep. Um, another thing is recently is the the logo, the talk of the emblem being changed. Uh, this one's a little bit touchy. Um, I'd be open to it as long as it's not a, a radical change. Um, Radical change, as in the Juventus logo that's been changed uh, shortly. Um, I'm I'm open to more of a retro or something a bit modern, but if it's very uh, radical like uh, Juventus one, I wouldn't be. I will be against it. Um, if if they were have if they were to have some uh, concept logos and like the socials could vote on it, I'd be open to that. At least it gives a some type of a vote uh, uh, voice for fans that are socials to. To give their, their opinion about it, but uh, as is, I like it as is. But if, I'm I'm open to change. Um, my my last uh, topic I want to talk about in the brand will be the kits. Um, I'm a big kit collector. I got about uh, 20 or so kits. Um, and I would tell if I was Benfica, I would tell Adidas that uh, our home our uh, home jerseys are almost red. Our away kits should be almost white. I like the white kits that we've had recently, and also the ones in, in the 80s or so, and on the 60s. And, and to make a third kit, that will be open to any type of uh, design, color scheme, whatever. It will be for special occasions, particularly if there's like a uh, uh, Champions League games or Europa League games, whatever. Like for a special occasion, we could wear a special jersey, and that would also drive up some uh, some revenue for the for the team. Uh, and you know, fans like to have kits, so if we could have a third one, why not? And we see a lot of nice uh, concept ones on online every now and then. And I think it will be a good opportunity for Adidas to bring, you know, bring our brand up to, to that kind of echelon to different, different jerseys and uh, whatnot.
6: Yeah. Unfortunately, I think, I think Adidas saves that for the important teams right now. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be right now. You, mu-
0: you must make a, you must get six champions league points to get an alternate. Yeah. I
5: mean, what, what does it cost? I mean, It can't be that hard to come up with the white kit as the cheap kit and then come up with the gray kit as the alternative kit. You think as the cheap kit, you think they're not going to sell a jersey at $90 regardless. But I'm saying that that's cheap to make. That's very simple. That doesn't have that design, fabric, whatever. They got some little kid in Asia doing it, you know,
9: (laughs) regardless of what's black, white, blue. It doesn't matter the color, bro. Yeah, Chris, I think, like you said, that they reserved it for bigger teams. Yeah. If Benfica yeah. did a really good, serious run in Champions League or, uh, yeah. the say, win something in uh, an European, Europa League, mm-hmm. the names all, okay, then, the, the, then the, demand be fair. the demand, exactly,
6: worldwide. Right now, the demand is just look, we're looking to supply Portugal and the Portuguese community. Yeah, there's only like what 12, 13, 14 million of you, you know, that honestly, I'm not even trying to be funny, but when you're talking about teams making runs throughout the European competitions, now you start getting fans from all different parts, you know, every single continent. And now it just becomes a bigger, the man, a higher demand. The and then they have p- other reasons to make money, more reasons to make money. So we'll come up with a new kit. Right now, Benfica is like, yeah, okay. With the exception of a diehard Benfiquista, there's nobody else buying a freaking Benfica shirt.
9: This is right.
5: Yeah, that's uh,
9: cool. I know that, uh, the, the Adidas, uh, the Adidas outlet stores here in Canada. Uh, I was told that the reason why they don't they don't carry any Bifika uh, merchandise because it's we're a small team population wise. I think populations wise in Canada we're, we should be one of the top five teams in uh, that would that would support uh would buy merchandise out so of the, the big population in the Toronto area, the Montreal area, uh, Vancouver, there will be demand demand will be there i, I would I would prefer buying my bifica gear at their official Adidas store rather than some eBay and some yeah. knockoff website. Did you tell them that there
6: is a huge demand, but people choose to pay the $238 shipping costs instead? (laughs) Well, those
0: are those are the uh, the lunatics, uh, but mostly uh, everyone is uh, cheap. So that's probably where there's uh, no demand uh, with Adidas. But um, before a third kit, how about uh, just starting with a, a long sleeve Kit. Let's get Seriously. the long bring, bring back the long
6: sleeve kit, Dave. Dave, I'm on board with you, my man. But I, I think, I, guys, if any of you Again. know for a fact, if any, if any of you know for a fact, I think Adidas just Adidas night, they stopped making long sleeve shirts, with the exception of some like uh, throwback. They stopped. I guess more. Sure. Yeah.
0: They, uh, Dave, Dave, maybe they reserve it. they reserve it for the big clubs because I got a uh, Manchester United last year long sleeve kit.
6: Yeah. What? Listen. Like I said, that might be a throwback for the most part. I'm pretty sure they stopped making long sleeves. Just guys, all you got to do is look at a Cristiano Ronaldo, right? At Real Madrid, playing with the white Real Madrid and then a a, a tighty whitey, like a span that tight under, you'll see the sleeve cuts off. I mean, so for Ronaldo, who wants long sleeves, is not wearing long sleeves. Kev, love you, my man, but you're not getting a long sleeve yeah. in Quebec. Yeah,
9: man. <laughs> Kevin, you know what I mean? I'm just... Anything else? No, oh, that's pretty much it. I want to keep it short and sweet. Thanks, Beautiful. Man. Thank, you, Thanks so Thank you very much. With the patient. Merci. Yeah. Long,
5: sleeve is my, I, long sleeve is my thing. Talking about uh, somebody that uh, is in the shirt business. <laughs> <laughs> you
12: <like it? laughs> That's nice. Yeah.
5: That's nice.
6: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He send us any, but it's okay. I will after the show. I will. For S- sure. also after we're all fair, we can't promote it.
5: Said you, said also S- known as ja from Canada. What's happening, my brother?
12: Ah, uh, not much. Just chilling out in my new basement. Finally, it's complete after seven months. It's taken longer today to do this basement than leash uh, feet <laughs> getting us out of debt. <laughs> that seems to be the theme of the show today. <laughs> so that and Champions League, and unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate from that subject. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing that I obviously on everybody's mind is obviously the Champions League and the lack of our you know participation enthusiasm i don't know what else to describe it but um the one one a different take i'm going to go with this is you know i rue the days when we used to get players like Amico lee or uh, imar and surround them then and complement those players with um you know our youthful players i think i think it was in 2011 or 2012 where luis fifietta said um because of austerity and we have to go do this you know the youth model we're not going to be bidding for those type of players anymore. And I think that's wrong because to get to the next level, like what we've been saying to the, tonight on the podcast about Ajax, um, you need experience and you need players with international experience. So players like Meekly, players like um, Saviola, players like, um, oh, who I just mentioned, Imar, um you need those players to kind of take you to the next level because without them, I feel that you're you're lacking a little bit of experience when it comes to the Champions League, and a lot of people can say, "Well, you have Rafa, you have Pizzi, you have players that have been with the club for for years like Grealudo." I'm taking, I'm talking to the next level. You got to bring in players who have experience in the top five leagues, um, you know, in England, in Italy, in Spain. Uh, maybe they're not they're out of the out of the you know the they can't they can't play for barcelona or real madrid anymore they're not uh, talented enough but they're still big enough for a club like bay fica. you know what i mean like savio was you know obviously it was um no longer useful for barcelona came to bay fica i mark was at uh, valencia came to bay fica Mikuli was no longer needed at, at juventus came to bay fica. so i think we lack those type of players to take it to the next level and i i talked i've talked about this before you kind of need a springer dorsal. Um, you need a, a, a you know maybe a center forward, um, the guy in the middle, and a guy in the back line. Someone like similar to Louis uh, to Louisville, um to have that, and then you surround that with with football players. So
5: yeah, yeah, no, that it goes back to what I was saying in in the beginning is that there's a there's a mix. Uh, there has to be a mix. Uh, and th- there's a you make a, a good point about these these t- these type caliber players that are out there, but we don't go get whether it's because they have a, a high salary or because yeah. they don't want to come and play yeah. at Benfica or or uh, it's you know, not
6: unfortunately they change their model, which is it's not worth to invest in a. 28 year old pay him that astronomical Mm -hmm. salary. And then we can't turn around and sell them for a ridiculous amount. Correct. They'll be 30. They think it's just change their whole business model. They changed their whole thing, which is develop within sell, um, you know, and sell those players for high, high, high prices. But unfortunately it's, there's a
12: ceiling to that, isn't it? But but there's a ceiling in, in Portugal, you can win the title by going to use use that model. You can't, you can't win. You can't go beyond, it seems to be, you can't go beyond the quarterfinals in the Champions League with that model. Or finals,
6: get out of the group. <laughs> or even get, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? But, sir, um, that's what I was, unfortunately for us, this model is good enough to win in Portugal. And that's what, right. because again, I, not, I'm sorry for saying this, but the only way that this is going to, to, to really change is if we, we lose. And none of us here, are suggesting that we do lose. None of us are hoping that we lose. But until shit really, you know, falls down, it's not going to change, guys. The way things are, it's good enough to win us the Liga NOS. It's good enough to get that $43 guaranteed into the Champions League. It's good enough to sell Joan Felix. Next year, it'll be a Ruben Diaz. And then it'll be a Florentino. And then there's other kids that'll be up. And so until something changes, right, which... You know, I don't want to say it's the president, but it's, he's the guy making well, all the decisions. It's not, it's not necessarily the president. It goes deeper than that. It's the
12: mentality. When you've got someone like a Zeb marinho going on Fica TV and saying that fica fans are too exert are, are demanding, uh, with expecting European success, that's
3: hey, but he's fucking
12: ridiculous.
6: He's an idiot. And yeah. anyone listening to him is an idiot.
12: He, but that's the thing—he's on an official club channel saying that. <laughs> I and you're going to get a lot of people probably agreeing with them. Serge,
6: that comes—that starts somewhere, sir.
12: No, but
5: I mean, oh, the, we only have the expectations because the president has been telling us for ten years, right? Putting together a team to compete in Europe to win a European title. So if he has told us that, it's only fair for us to expect that. Now, for this clown to go on Benfica TV and said, oh, Benfica fans are too, they, they they have high expectations. And Sonia's Car- Carvão actually, he, he, he does a lot of comedy thing. But this was the best thing he did, is that he put that clown on one side and on the other side of the screen. He had all the statements that over the years exactly. which Luis clown. Felipe Vieira had mentioned uh, on newspapers or on media about Benfica in Europe. Exactly. A guy from exactly, B- yeah, Zamarin. That uh, like Sergio said, Sergio. What else
6: is on your hey, mind? Hey, I got to give him credit. I never knew who he was until now. So
5: he, whatever
12: he did, worked. Well, it's funny. He's been around. He's been on Facebook. He's that. been on Twitter, and he's been around on as a pundit, as one of the pundits. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm. I, I've turned myself off of Bayfika TV, and this is another gripe that I have because they've they've gone way too far to punditry. Um, I like I like other programs like. Um the one that you were on yordasmana that's a it's a great show it's a yeah. general information show um it covers a wide range of topics really cool but then when you go get into shows like Minha Shama and they start smashing other uh, other teams yeah. or talking about referees that that's where i deviate from that like that's for tvi seek the uh, mania that's for them to do we should be above that, but I guess you've got a channel and you've got to fill 24 hours. You gotta
6: do something, right? They need to do if they want to fill hours is bring back that show,
5: Memoria, uh, uh, whatever. No, whatever. No, uh, what was the name? It's of about that show? The, the stuff was, they had, uh, He's, uh, Patrimonio, uh, Patrimonio. Patrimonio, Patrimonio, the
12: yeah, the Glorias, right? Oh, yeah,
6: Victorias y Patrimonios. They Patrimonios. need to bring yeah, yeah. that was a phenomenal show. They need to stick to more of that, yeah, get that big in all of us because when I watch every single one of those, I watch, oh, when, yeah. on YouTube, I wanted to cry, I wanted to eat my laptop, I wanted to kick something, I want <laughs> to that's what they need, not these clowns talking up this, this, this gossip. You know, yeah, the Pedro it, it guerras of the uh, world.
5: The, the propaganda. It's too. unfortunate,
6: but right now, man, there's only one way that's going to change, and it's not going to yeah. be anytime soon.
5: That's right. Yeah.
6: What else is on your
12: mind, Sergio? Or, uh- uh, I think that's pretty much it for me, and but I do want to echo what Cynthia was saying. They need to find my jerseys. <laughs> I've been griping Wait. about that online. Wait, I got one- my money back from Visa, but. Have I heard a peep from Bayfica? No, they didn't say anything. They haven't emailed me back. So. I,
6: I got an email. They were going to send them out to you, sir. <laughs> they told <laughs> them on Sunday. I don't know if you're aware, but they broke into the they it, broke into the store. The
12: biggest shame of it is like I went, the jersey was this year's jersey, actually the one that you're wearing right now. But the the other jersey was my my daughter's first actual jersey. Like it was going to be her first official jersey. And that 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 one pissed me off. I'm like, really? I don't care. I have like a million jerseys for myself. But the one jersey that I wanted to get was for my daughter, and they screwed that one up. So whatever. Hopefully, I just if there's two things, I would rather win in Champions League than get jerseys. Let me put it that way. So.
5: You have just got done in by Befica. First, they usurped Cup, up. Now the jersey situation. It is not. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to say it, Sergio, but I don't. I don't. I don't think they like you.
12: <laughs> well, you know what? They're gonna have to live with me because I'm I'm part of the Casa Befica. So whether or not they like me or not, I'm I'm technically part of the club now. So I'm part of the uh Conseil Fiscal so it, over there at the Casa uh, Befica Toronto.
5: It might so. be because you make money off the Befica brand.
8: Hey. <laughs> Competition.
5: All right, brother.
12: Thank, thank you. you. very much. He's Take pro- care. He's promoting the city, bro. He's not- <laughs> send me your sizes, by the way. Uh,
5: okay. Anyway, great stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I'll send you my size, definitely. I think he's already sent. Excel is mine. Here's a, here's another I'm message. A medium. He's, here's another message from uh, Mr. Mister Benfica, who also does a Benfica podcast.
8: What's up, everybody? This is the Mr. Mike Agostinho, host of Mr. Benfica. How is everybody doing tonight? Thank you to Alfredo. Cristiano and Dave for allowing me and everybody else to contribute to this open forum my biggest thing going on right now with Benfica. my two cents although you can definitely point fingers at the manager at Lage, squad selection hasn't been right, the team is not playing well, the, the system of play is not working he seems to be stubborn and holding on to a system that doesn't play, whether or not his hand is being forced or not, we don't know, I'm suspicious of that myself, but I think the biggest problem, and nothing can be solved until the biggest problem is resolved, is at the very top. I think Luis Felipe Vieira and everybody that's close to him is not focused on the product on the pitch, not focused on the football. It seems like everything else is more important than the football. Um, everything's about you know money and, and about infrastructure and investing here and selling players there. Well, basically... The club has not put a team on the field for the level that we expect from Befica. That's my personal opinion. Selling a player like Joan Felix for the enormous amount of money that he was sold for and not replacing him is inexcusable, in my opinion. The team has not been reinforced in the areas they need. We have still... You know, we still have Andre Almeida at, at right back. We wanted better. We wanted an upgrade there. We're going into the Champions League selecting players like Jardel and Fazio. with all due respect to everything they've done for this club over the years. And they deserve that respect. Their time has come and gone. We really need to be better at those positions, key positions. Can't keep making mistakes. The club needs to prioritize the product on the field. That's my take. I am the Mister Mike Agostinho. Find me on Twitter at Feifeca Mister. Thank you guys.
5: Excellent. Look, he he brings up a, a great point. This is, and again, it goes back to uh, to expectations. The expectations that we have uh, from this team, and and right now they're they're not really uh, doing much for our, our expectations. That they're not meeting uh, our expectations. Right.
6: I hate to admit it, but I have to take some 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 fault in this, some blame in this, which I think uh, once I made the asinine uh, prediction that Benfica would win the championship by Christmas, (laughs) it's all been downhill. So, uh, buddy, I'll take some of the responsibility. and I want to apologize to the Benfica world for having done so.
5: (laughs) Anyway, we got another one. Uh, This one is from uh, Professor Bananas and he was in uh, in the UK. Uh, And uh, here's uh, here's his uh, here's his message.
1: So the reason why I'm participating today is because I'm pissed. And I'm pissed because Benfica's president has been promising us since 2001 that this will be the biggest club in Europe and the biggest club in the world. And under his wing, Benfica will fight for European titles every single season. And that's not what's been happening lately. And on his latest remarks, he tells us that the players that Benfica will ever need are currently being developed at Seychelles. In his own words, he says that if Benfica will ever going to spend any money, it's going to be on young players that need further development at Seychelles or a specific player that will eventually be sold without even playing for Benfica. He then adds that if Benfica really wants good players, we have to spend 30 or 40 millions, and that's a lot of money that Benfica can't afford. If it doesn't work out, it will disrupt the locker room or Benfica's finances. And that's a lie, and not a good one, by the way, because you don't need to go far to find good players for half that amount. Look at Celuis. Look at Bruno Fernandes. How much did they cost? And 30 million is not a lot of money when your budget is over 300 millions. It's money that we can actually afford. But you know he's not going to spend it on new players because that's something he doesn't understand the thing about. Football, in his own words, is not his thing. His thing is construction work. So he's gonna spend it on additional 5,000 seats at Stade de Luz, or on a shady deal where he gets 200 rooms at Seychelles in exchange for players, who knows? What we do know is that he thinks these demands are unreasonable. But in fact, these demands are based on his own words, on his own promises. And it's frankly embarrassing how low the bar is set right now that we're not even demanding to be champions or reach a European final. Hell, we're not even asking to go through the group stage anymore. We're just asking for a win or consecutive wins. We are the laughing stock in Europe. Yet his strategy remains the same collect the millions from UEFA, apply no money whatsoever on new players, and Keep telling us that we'll be European champions in a few years, but perhaps we should apply a strategy of our own and kick him out. However, <clears throat> these hands around my neck tell me otherwise. So forget everything I just said. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's great, man. No, and look, nothing but truths there. Uh, nothing but
6: truths. Uh, I think it was the most impressive part is Luis, Luis Vieira while being a socio of Porto and Sporting in two thousand one, saying benfica is was the biggest club in the world. I think that was the most impressive thing.
5: Yeah.
0: Well, and just a simple math. If if he's saying that we, to get a really good player, we got to spend 40 uh, million, but uh, we spent 20 on RDT and 17 on uh, Venetia. So that's 37 million right there. So what's another 3 million to get a, a real difference maker uh, rather than getting two players that we already don't have a, a spot for when we only play with one striker up
6: top? Uh, I. I think it's unrealistic for Benfica to go out and get forty million dollar players right now, and anyone to expect Benfica to do so, I think, is. But
0: but why is it unrealistic when you're going to spend that thirty-seven because million anyway?
6: Because you're spending thirty-seven million on two point. When you're spending forty million on a player, Dave, that's a player with a lot of market. That's most likely going to want to play in one of the better leagues in the world. Want to play in a team that is going to get out of the Champions League group stage is going to demand high wages. We're talking about a totally different level of player. Just my opinion, but. You can't look at spending thirty-seven on two players as being one player. Dave is totally different. Maybe the salaries are both, but it's still uh, if you combine this, but it's still different demands and, and different expectations for players. Just my my own little two cents. Yeah.
5: Look, that, there's a lot to digest here from from everyone. Certainly, we appreciate all the yeah, fantastic, everyone's opinions, man, man and it, it's great. And I think that uh, there's a, an overarching team here as as everyone talks and it's uh dissatisfaction uh with with the performances of the team with how the team has been has been led with customer service uh so there's it's not the best of times for for sure in terms of uh, of being a benfiquista uh yet yeah, we we can't lose sight that we're we're in second place um but but yeah i think that everybody is somewhat um burned by what we went through with Rui Vitoria and we never want to be put in that position and I think that a lot of people have realized that we were we ended up in that position because we weren't more demanding uh, not only from the coach but also from the directive not only from our uh, you know from the players but also from from the president and it's all great and fine to have these projects and to make this money and to liquidate some of your debt but come on uh, I think that uh, most of what we look at Benfica for is the product on the field and you know it's not something that it's happening right now, and and we, a lot of us, and we're none of us are, are experts in the subject, but th- there's plenty of ideas here that could be uh, applied throughout.
6: Yeah, I think I think we need to, to to be a little bit more calmer, for lack of a better word, but at the same time, um, be the same demanding fans that we've been this whole time. You know, demand that Benfica. Be right back to where they belong, the man that Benfica puts their best foot forward the man that Benfica wins as as our lost uh, as our last uh invitee uh or participant here on the pod said you know at this point we just want Benfica to win back to back games in the competition yeah. i mean i think I think we, you know I, I don't think that's a lot to ask for so um I just hope that that you know the real benficistas the guys with it, that that are inside making the decisions feel uh, the club the same way we do. And uh, the man of this club, what we do and not listen to those dummies on Benfica TV. And there's a lot of tremendous people on Benfica TV, but there's a yeah. lot of dummies on there as well. Um, and hopefully they don't listen to those and, uh, you know, build the team according to what those idiots think this club should be.
5: Yeah, there's definitely look uh the, the, the TV serves the BTV serves as, as Benfica propaganda but that doesn't mean that you could pull a, an iraqi minister defense type of shenanigan uh when talking about europe and and just applying a spin yeah but the iraqi defense uh, minister <laughs>
6: uh, yeah the threat of being hung i mean you know at least you could defend him being an idiot these guys <laughs> as or far as i know to do well,
0: maybe there is a threat of being hung by uh from up uh, up top there well,
6: in the, in the middle of a, what is it? It's the, it's the
5: same thing that P- uh, Pedro Guevara also said that the president did not put his hands on anybody's neck when there's no, actually video He was slapping, him doing slapping a wasp, <laughs> right? He was slapping a wasp, boy, something like that. Right.
6: I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, so look, uh, every yeah. club has these morons, these clowns, and unfortunately, um, it seems that they take up more attention than what the real guys like. Uh, juan martins juan gonzalez the guys that do the really hard work of of trying to represent Benfiquistas worldwide with dignity and respect and uh, unfortunately these idiots get more tv time get more air time than, than the real people um do but you know as Benfiquistas, need to stick together we need to to really see the club for what it is and ignore uh these idiots. because in my in, in my world uh, the best uh form of uh Dealing with these people is ignoring them and not paying them any mind. As I said, um, I never heard of this idiot prior to this week. Um, so kudos to him. At least he made himself aware to to myself. He's been he's, he's he's on my radar, but I'm not gonna pay him any attention or give him any more airtime. And that's the last time I speak about him. And I rather come up here and speak about Joan Martin, Joan Gonçalves, and the guys that are doing the good work at Bifica TV. And uh, I hope to 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 keep listening to them. The few times I do turn on that channel aside from watching a game. It is to to watch that, even though Andunes is trying to get me to watch some more dots which I'll do in the future. But for now, it's uh, you know our good friends that I listen to, and I choose not to listen to those idiots.
5: Yeah. Look, this has been great. This open forum has been great just to, to gauge the, the pulse. And I know it's a small sample here, but I think that this even this small sample speaks uh, to what people are feeling out there. And uh, Benfica FM also had a, an open forum. Uh, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure that when I, when I hear it back, there's a lot of the same sentiment being echoed with the exception of shipping and handling. But those are our problems, right? We could speak to our problems because we live them day to day. It's definitely a concern. It's definitely a concerned that Benfica is not more supportive of the sausage that live abroad, whether it's in England, whether it's in the United States of America, which, by the way, is a huge market. And there's a huge uh, immigrant population here in the United States. So why shouldn't Benfica focus their attention on improving their customer service here in the United States? And it, m- it makes perfect sense to us, at least. But I mean, but realistically, they, they should improve their customer service worldwide, period. not just to the United States worldwide,
6: because they are. As the president says, a world brand, and they, you know, they're one of the biggest. And if you're one of the biggest corporations in the world, you want to have respectable and you want to have, you know, serviceable, uh, as you mentioned, um, customer service. That's right. We got to send Dave over there to handle that, I
5: think. We didn't even. Touch up on the Zenit game. We we got so caught up in this forum, and it it was was really great uh, listening to. But we've we've had enough
6: negativity. Yeah, it's it's
5: not really worth it. But Befica sees themselves at uh, at zero points after match day two, (sighs) in the Champions League, and we talked. We spoke about how this was a very important game for for both Benfica and Zenit. Zenit took advantage of it. Benfica didn't. Uh, I spoke to somebody earlier.
6: Childish mistakes uh,
5: earlier this week that told me that uh, they. They had this gut feeling that Benfica wasn't going to lose another uh, another game in the Champions League group stage. Hey, I hope it is. I hope that's... Uh, you, you that's been <laughs> You've been speaking
6: <laughs> to Marinho. You've been speaking to the guy off, off the air, Alfred. You, Let me find out. You use my auto mechanic. Let me find out. Let me find out. Uh, but and, that game, a lot of childish mistakes, unfortunately. Another game, Benfica goes on a road and represents their brand with the magnificent result. Uh, not joking. Um, and, and as you stated, terrible result for Benfica, but also a terrible result for the Portuguese coefficient um, did not help, but I do believe that the Portuguese teams will overtake uh, the Russian at some point this year, hopefully due to the fact we got five or five or six teams, whatever it is in European competitions, hopefully we'll score enough points to <laughs> overjump them. And then maybe Porto or Spartan could get that uh second place, not next
5: year. Yeah. Anyway, next game for uh, Benfica will be the Taça de Portugal the third round of the Taça de Portugal, and in third round there's still minnows uh, in the competition. Benfica drew Cova de Piedade, the team that uh, hails from Almada, uh, and also the third round, as uh, in the rules, as a little caveat, uh, the big teams has have to travel to the little teams. Uh, so does that mean they're field. coming to
6: play a shall like uh, Queen? Bronze is going to Porto B?
5: Uh, no. Oh, so they only get that. We don't get those perks. Because I think the cover, the Piedad, has enough conditions that Bifiga could go. We, we, we But not Queen Bruins. Queen Bruins. Queen Bruins will play at Porto Porto B's uh, B's, home home field. Fantastic. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great. It'll be um, rough. Anyway, just just to give you a little – and, Dave, I haven't scanned through your email of, of stats yet, so if you want to jump in and anything. But I'll, I'll just give a little bit about uh, covid piedad The game takes place on the 18th of this month. Uh, last time the two faced each other, these two teams faced each other, uh, Benfica won a 9-1, and that was in the 88-89 uh, season. Um the starting 11. Chris, I'll give you starting 11. You, you'll uh, recognize some of these names. Remember, this is a Portuguese Cup game playing against a very low division team. 1989. Uh, this is the team that um uh, uh, f- uh, fielded. Dias Graça in goal. Oh, man, I have a shirt at home. <laughs> <laughs> Fonseca, Abel Silva, Ooh. Garrido, and Samuel. Oh, Samuel.
6: You remember I Samuel. I remember Samuel, and I remember the Abel Silva.
5: And in the, in the midfield, Shell, Miranda, Hernani, and Pacheco. Ooh, tremendous team. And up front, Magnussen and Lehman. That would be Mats Magnussen. That's right. You know was on the bench? Look, look at the people who are on the bench. Bento, Veloso, Panera,
6: Vita, Vata, Vata,
5: and Abel Campos. Abel Campos is definitely the best one by far. Yes. a bell comes came in and scored two goals inside three minutes told you fantastic Mats Magnuson, game, At least Matt's Magnuson had a hat trick and uh you know, good that, old times. but that was the, yeah that was the good old times where Mifika played these minnows and uh yeah. uh under under six goals it was a lot shorter rosters
6: as well so the starting 11s will be a lot deeper than what we see now where we get 18 year olds making their debuts but yeah fantastic uh result this is what we speak about it here on the Benfica podcast when we grew up Benfica would go play these small clubs it would be uh, chapala por todo lado and now it's you know struggle to win uh, on the road as we saw last year um uh, Vila Franca was it Monte Alegre it close <laughs> Vila Franca Montalegre. They're hey Vila door. Franca
5: that's that's Mario's uh, town Vila Franca
6: it's next door I just you know I get the those clubs is the the uniform the shirts I get them confused sometimes too, uh, too many different colors. Yeah, it's like Blint's Blends. So I I can never get it which one it is, but yeah.
5: Code <laughs> Code City, as they like to call it. Um, anyway, Dave, uh what do you got? You want to throw out some stats? Do you have any some relevant stats that you could still uh put out?
0: No, you took that nine-one stat away from me, but uh yeah, we played these guys uh three times uh, previous and uh, we've been them uh, all a, three times.
5: International news, Dave, why don't you... Uh, no,
0: it's our international news. Yeah, Rafa was uh, called up for the uh, Portuguese squad uh, that's playing uh, this weekend, uh, but he was sent home with the uh, left abductor uh, tendon injury. So some concern there for uh, Rafa, who's been one of our most uh, electrifying players. So some uh, concern there for Rafa and uh, my boy not so much everybody else's boy, but my boy, uh, Seferovic, uh, was named the Swiss Footballer of the Year, uh, beating out Shakiri and uh, Xhaka from uh, Liverpool and Arsenal. So It's impressive. Anytime,
6: anytime you beat Shakira in a dancing competition, it's impressive.
0: <laughs> impressive. It's hipster, don't
6: lie. <laughs>
5: Now, look, uh, uh,
6: the only positive here, guys, is that <laughs> look, Rafa won the Portuguese
5: title. We won, don't need him until, what, the 23rd against Lyon. Won, won, the, won, won the, the ball at Prata. Oh, you still talking about Seferovi. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, we're going on the positives. Okay. Uh, you know, won the Portuguese title. He had a baby. What wo- Had a baby. Yeah, so he fi- he- finally scored with his wife. Um yeah, <laughs> the won the, the ball at Prata as the best scorer in Portuguese league. Yeah, I mean he was definitely up there. I mean, I don't know if I would put him in the same uh in the same level as uh, as Shaka and, and Shakiri. Uh, but yeah, he was voted the Swiss footballer of the year.
6: As my friend Zeka said on Twitter, Zeka, he, he should think. <laughs> Uh, Joan Felix for that award. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Half of that
6: award it belongs to juan Felix. Yeah, but look, look, definitely good to see. Good to see him get some positive news here. Hopefully, this gives him some confidence uh, and gets him on the right track. Uh, as we, uh, we, as we failed to mention here, ladies and gentlemen, talking about the Zenit game. One of the very, very few positives of that game was uh, Raúl de Tomás scoring his first goal in Way a Benfica go. shirt, and a fantastic goal it was. Um and, and and now the competition will be stiffer for Saferovic. So hopefully this positive news will give him some confidence and uh get him on the right track because we know Vinicius has played well coming off the bench. And now the first goal for Raul de Tomas. things will definitely get interesting once Benfica get back to uh to full training with the whole roster. So uh again. Hopefully this is uh something that brings Haris Seferovic some positive. Yeah. Uh, guys, we
0: guys we had about what, nine guests on here tonight and not one of them came in and complained about Seferovic. I'm really shocked. You know, we see all this tape for him on Twitter, but not one person came on here on this podcast to disrespect uh Seferovic. So I really think that
6: the results in the in, in European competition over the last couple of years, Dave, and Alfred, yeah. I think that that's really starting to get to to yeah. the fans, to the sausage. I think beyond. that it is a bigger concern right now than uh, Sferovic because, to be realistic, look, as bad as he's been, he's not the only one. Peasy,
0: is he still playing for Benfica? Four what? four straight games now that he's been subbed off.
6: You know, it's you know it's crazy, Dave. Uh, funny or uh, crazy or whatever you want to call it. When a couple of years ago, when he was having a fantastic season of Infiq, he was getting called up to the national team. Now he's absolutely brutal, and he's still getting call-ups. Uh, <laughs> that's just uh, you know a little, little weird to me. But uh, yeah, uh, Sferovic, there's 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 plenty, plenty of other problems right now uh, on, on this ball club, and hopefully they'll sort that out. Hopefully Bruno Lage has his uh, players in training back focused and uh, uh, doing whatever it is that they did last season <laughs> that they're not doing this season.
5: Yeah. No, you know it's it's definitely much bigger than any any player at this moment. Anyway, we wanted to uh I wanted to thank uh Vintiun, Bruno, Nina, Mario, Tiago, Cynthia, Kevin, Sergio, the Mr. and Professor Bananas uh for, for contributing and for voicing their opinion and it, it surely is uh Appreciate it. And, and look, uh, I think that, uh, a lot of us share the same sent- sentiment in terms of what, what's going on with, uh, Benfica. So it was good to, to hear other people's opinion and, and how they feel. Certainly you could see that a lot of emotion as, as these people, uh, as these folks go through what they had to say, uh, you know, from, and I hate to keep bringing it back to the customer service, but, uh, you know. Uh, from the customer service to to uh, the job that Vieira has been doing with uh, with his construction uh, shady deals. All that's left for us now is to see how good Sergio's customer
6: service is and how quickly we get his shirts. Hey, we get. We'll see. Sergio's. We'll see if he's
5: better than Benfica. We'll see. It's quick shipping. We'll see. Anyway, uh, at Benfica podcast at ten co ten at uh, eighty seven do eighty seven Benfica podcast. There we go. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, Benfica after ninety. Uh, Azagish and uh, Mr. Benfica's podcast about Benfica and uh, any other projects that are out there related to Benfica, Benfica FM, etc. etc. Memoria Gloriosa, man. Don't and,
6: and our boys in the UK, João João Manel,
5: Manel Benfica. That's you. Everybody UK. hit up Benfica FM and tell and tell,
6: tell Baquero I'm coming for him, I'm challenging him in the Benfica trivia stuff. Yeah, don't forget to check What's out uh,
5: Luis Siqueira in the uh, 21 channel. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does some, he does gaming. He does Benfica Bif- live games, live reactions to Benfica live games. It's, it's really good. And he, he has a, I uh, might tune in just for the accent. Uh, he has a, a red, a, a red frigidator that he uses to cook some burgers. I've seen the, I've seen those shows, man. It's a They're hilarious. Like, I love you, mom. <laughs> Oh yo! <laughs> no, yeah, he's crossing the his, line. His, bro. his
6: mom is <laughs> great. His mom is Whoa, great in his videos, and he doubles down on it. Uh, if, Dave, what's wrong with this guy?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if
6: you guys have got one,
5: balls, then you know, you know. Full power. Hey, everybody! Thank you so much. We'll see you again uh, next week. Well, we'll see. Next, next de- de- Thanks yeah. for checking us out. As always, have a great one and uh, Forza Benfica. Correct.